Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at T Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Okay, the Buffalo Bills planning on building a new stadium. It's roughly going to hold 10,000 less fans for a total capacity of roughly 60 thousand the footprint will be smaller but the stands are going to be more stacked making the seats steeper and higher by about 50 feet and the idea is to make the stadium more intimate and more intimidating for opposing teams in the meantime if you're just looking at financially smaller capacity means lower overall operating costs and for the 10,000 to 20,000 worst seats in the house instead of going to 80,000 like you have at jerry world right or at lambeau field uh the reduced revenue hit is more easily absorbed the theory is that stadiums could end up being just as profitable if the cheap seats get chopped out of the building period with that as the broncos ownership considers building a new stadium do you like the bills model or do you think they should have eighty thousand plus, like the Giants and Jets that share a stadium, the Commanders, the Packers, and the Cowboys? But the Showcase new stadium now is SoFi, and it seats seventy thousand. So I think we took a small step back, and it was right. proven to be oh, well, that's the right thing to do with all all the other ways to generate money within the stadium confines. Right. That's how the the ancillary income is making up for any quote less seat revenue. Uh, we're also getting to the point now where going to an NFL football game is like, well, I don't know, being part of a gated community or something, a private watch party. And so I don't think the, the last 20,000 seats even mean anything anymore in terms of revenue. Right. I mean, Allegiant Stadium, the Roomba, right in the middle of the desert in yeah. Las Vegas, 65,000 oh, people. Oh, I didn't realize that. 65,000 people. I was thinking in the 70,000 range again. Also. No, that's 65. So we've been kind of taking small steps backwards to right. this concept, and I think it makes all the sense. In the I'll world. give you a great stadium that I absolutely love. I loved this stadium when I went there for the first time. State Farm Stadium where the Arizona Cardinals play. First of all, it's unique in itself. It was called something else at uh, Arizona U- uh, University yeah. of Phoenix. University of Phoenix. Yeah. With that, what makes it unique is, do you know that the field is on rollers? No. And you, they roll it outside to get sun, and then when the game is played, they roll it right back in. The point is, it's a fantastic stadium, 63,000. Mm. That's it, 63,000. Now, when I hear about the Bills concept, I think of a team that I used to cover, which is considered, outside of maybe Seattle, the loudest stadium in the league. I've covered way too many games to count at Arrowhead Stadium. But their capacity is 76,000. Yeah. The reason that, it, do you know the reason why it's so loud there? Because they, it's so tiered. They're not that far away from the field. Right. And that's what I'm thinking. Well, they built it up 
they built it almost vertically yeah. instead of wide. Okay. But the other it's thing. Comiskey Park. Yeah. But here's the other thing that people don't realize unless you go there. And honestly, you don't even really know this unless you've walked through the tunnel. Do you know the field at Arrowhead is underground? Do you know that? I've been there, but I don't remember that. It's under, it's below street level. And then you build. That's uh, University of Michigan Stadium. That's underground too? Yeah. Okay. But it's more spread out. I mean, that the big house is a hundred and like 2,000 people, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But this one, 73,000, the, the architecture is kind of straight up. So with the, with the field being underground, it feels like people are on top of you and the sound stays in there. People will joke, and I covered the bills too. They probably can't even get 60,000 people there. Well, of course they can get 60,000 people there. But why not build a home field advantage? And if it's not going to be a dome, if it's not going to be a dome, and you're talking about concerts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. why not make it more intimate? Well, and this is it never really discusses the issue of ticket prices because that's such a fluid fluid reality that it's almost it, it's almost irrelevant to try to pin it down now and even discuss it but i think at a 60,000 seat stadium we're going to see the absence of cheap seats i mean th- those are gone right it's history right and you just better make sure you build a lot of suites and a lot of luxury boxes because that's where the money is do you know what the smallest capacity is in the nfl no soldier field it is 61,500 that's it used, it. To, used to be used to be way way up there on the top of the list and then they built a spaceship on top of it and now the bears are going to wind up moving so um so i'm all for it and here the smaller yes and i think uh, as you point out the real test here is whether the walton ownership buys into this with their two billion dollars what do you mean they're two billion well to, to pay to build the stadium well they can look at what stan did stan built yeah. sofi that's yeah. seventy thousand. Nothing wrong with that. No. But I haven't been there, but Andrew told me that place is great. That's what everybody and, says. And it's essentially, while it's 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 not outside, but it feels like at times you're outside, just the way it's built. Stan didn't write the entire check, but it's privately funded. Yeah. Well, Stan had a, but he owned the real estate. Yeah. Which I'm sure uh, the Waltons are looking right now, not, and not for a new Walmart. <laughs> but I think the question is- Sam's you, Club. Here's the thing. If you build a 60,000 foot, if you build a 60,000 seat stadium, is that going to hurt your chances to get a Super Bowl? No, because I think the same premises will hold when you move on to the Super Bowl selection process. Who cares how many people are at a Super Bowl? Ticket sales. Yeah. If you, if you have the opportunity to sell 10,000, 20,000 more tickets. But, yeah, no, but the, the revenue there is just so new. The ways to, to garner revenue, whether it's the league or anybody else, are so numerous that the actual number of fans, I think that really, that's a drop in the bucket. They need to build a dome on the stadium, don't you think? Or at least a retractable Here? roof? Yeah, yeah, it, retractable. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, because it'll, it'll be ridiculous the days when you had a roof. You'd, you'd, you'd be going back to the Silver Dome days. We don't want that. Nobody wants that. The only way you are going to get the Super Bowl, if that's what you want, if that's a goal, is you have to build some sort of protection over the stadium. You have to. And it makes sense to do it for concerts. Pepsi mm-hmm. Center seats how many? 18,000. Well, for concerts, you can get more than that in there. Okay, let's call 25,000. Even 30. Um, if you're Bruce Springsteen, who's coming to town in 2023, I think you'd rather play the new stadium 
<clears throat> then 30,000 at Pepsi or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 60, 70,000. Oh, yeah, you'd much rather go there. It, it would be a much more enjoyable experience than the showman and Springsteen would love it. By the way, how unbelievable would it be for Stan to lose concerts to Robson? Right? Yeah, we talked about whether there was going to be a family rivalry on the two. Non-sports. Uh, there is no... Uh, you I, mean on the business the business side of events at, at Pepsi, uh, at their one... Ball Arena. Ball Arena. Yeah. Or you can call it Pepsi Center. You don't have to give Ball, ball any um, type of publicity. Well, Most people don't even know what it is. Yes, they don't. No, it's aluminum. Aluminum cans. Most people don't even know what it is. Is that It's aluminum cans, right? Recyclables. Yeah. The emphasis oh, on recy- that. Yeah. And I thought the main, the interesting thing about it, it's one of the real names that actually, I mean, makes sense, except you can't, I think next year they're going to call it Puck Arena. Why? Because they had Ball Arena for the initial time. Call it Puck Arena. Been gone two weeks, and that's the best you can come up with? Terry, you got to work on it. Puck Arena? Come on, dude, really? I expect more out of you. If not seeing you for two weeks. If not seeing you for two weeks, I expect better material. I expect a better effort than Puck Arena. What's wrong with Puck Arena? Coming up after the break, Bucky Brooks from NFL.com wrote an article titled One Chaos Team in Each Division, meaning one team that can upset the apple cart and surprise everyone. Did Bucky pick the Broncos in the AFC West? That's next. From the long arm of the law Lawman is putting into my running And I'm so far from my home Oh mama, I can hear you a-crying You're so scared and all alone Hangman is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at T. Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, what I tell you about Windfall Brewing Company in the Orchard Town Center on Saturday nights, they have a great patio, outstanding patio, and it butts right up next to live music every Saturday, six until eight. But that's not the only reason to go. It is a brewery, 17 craft brews on tap, an amazing menu. This is not bar food. This is like upscale dining. That's how good the food is. It's plated really well. Their executive chef 
used to be the sous chef at Shanahan, so you know the food is great. It's also a great place to bring the kids because while you are enjoying a great dining experience, maybe watching some live music, sitting on the patio, having one of their 17 craft brews on tap, your kids can play from one of 23 pinball machines, Pac-Man Golden Tea. This place has something for everyone. Go check it out. Trust me. Once you get the experience, once you feel that experience of going to Windfall Brewing Company, you will become a regular like me. Go find them in Westminster in the Orchard Town Center. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. NFL.com's Bucky Brooks wrote an article titled One Chaos Team in Each Division, meaning one team that could just pull an upset and win, win the division. And as we know, the FC West is the toughest division in football, arguably the toughest division of all time, but not arguably the greatest division for quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Is that even an argument? Unless you throw Derek Carr out of the argument and say he drags it down so much that it eliminates that designation. Considering he was a top 10 quarterback last year, he doesn't. Okay. He's he's top 10. I'm just saying that is the one maybe red flag if you point at him and say he's got to show me he can do it every year. Well, he he usually puts up good numbers. But at the end of the day, let's let's use Wilson, Mahomes, and Herbert. But he's the one I'm suspicious of. Sure. I don't think it's out of line to say oh, that. Oh, I, I think he's really good. We can agree to disagree on that. Give me a division in the history of this league that has had better quarterbacks. I'd have to go back and look. The only one I can think of is maybe Marino and Kelly in the same division. That's it. And I'm sure they're Joe Montana other. and John Elway. They were in the same division? Yes. Well... Joe Montana was well past his prime. I covered those teams. Mm-hmm. Well past his prime. You watch that Monday night football game here? Yeah, I covered the team. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Montana was well past his prime. We can't count a Joe Montana. Back then, I wouldn't count him. But I can't think of any any division that had that. No, nothing from the NFC North, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at... E- a couple of years ago, there I not a couple of years ago, when Cam Newton was going strong, uh, they had some good quarterback. Russell Wilson was in that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, was in that division. But I, I can't think of it. Anyway, we're, we're getting sidetracked. This is what Brooks wrote about the Raiders. Making the playoffs last season was no small feat considering all of the trials and tribulations the Raiders experienced. Repeating that effort in 2022 certainly won't be easy given how loaded the AFC West suddenly appears to be. But Las Vegas added firepower on both sides of the ball. Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, compliment them with Hunter Renfro, who is terrific, and Max Crosby, who fueled last season's playoff push. If Josh McDaniels has learned the right lessons (laughs) from his failure as a first-time head coach in Denver, the Raiders could have a five-star general directing an all-star squad capable of hanging with any team stacked in the AFC. The only reason Las Vegas isn't getting more burn is a serious contender in its division rivals are quarterbacked by Mahomes, Herbert, and Wilson, but overlook Derek Carr at your own peril. As a chaos team, I think he's got the wrong choice here when he says the Vegas Raiders. I think it's very, it's very obvious who it is, and it isn't the Broncos either. It's the Chargers. Fair. I think th- this... Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. 
Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Justin Justin Herbert. Okay. Uh, okay. Th- those are your top guys. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's go. Let's go player by player. I'll I'll, g- I'll give you Herbert. I'll give you Herbert. So you saying Derek Carr is better than Herbert? No, I said I'll give you Herbert. Okay. I, I don't. I don't think at the end of the day he's never l- led his team to the playoffs. But I'll give you Herbert for sure. Okay. Okay. Wide receiver. Who do you got? Devontae Adams. Yeah, for the Raiders. But who do you got for the Chargers? That's what I'm. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. There's no comparison. They're they're not even in the same league. One is so much better than one's the best wide receiver in football. Tight end. Who do you got? Because I'll take Darren Waller as a top three guy. All day. Gerald Everett. Right. And I'll take. Darren Waller is a top three okay, guy. So we, we I take Josh we, we, Jacobs. We decide what how good a football team is by going through individuals. No, well you you rattled off those individuals. You rattled them yeah. off. So I now this is where the Chargers are stronger. And this is where the Raiders are weak. Their offensive line isn't very good and their secondary isn't very good. But when it comes to their skill position players, their top three wide receivers. Are the best in football. So, the, are, are the, the best. But the significant point here is that neither one of us is making the Broncos that that pick. And I think the the kind of uh, inclination around here would be to make. What do you mean, not the Broncos? I wouldn't make the Broncos for this reason, because when I look at the pass rushing tandems from the Chargers and the uh, Raiders, Crosby and Chandler Jones. That is one hell of a duo. And then you have Bosa and Mack. The Broncos have nothing like that. No. Even when they've had their best years, Gregory and Chubb, and they're, Mack they're nothing to be like that. Too. Right. But you're looking at Gregory and Chubb, who are not. When you look at the Broncos wide receivers, these are all potential guys. They could do if, mm-hmm. if, if, if. Judy, mainly. They've done nothing. Well, well let, me, let me rephrase that. Tim Patrick has been solid, mm-hmm. but not spectacular. Corlin Sutton had a Pro Bowl season. Jerry Judy is not necessarily unproven, but he hasn't done it yet. But then again, they haven't had a quarterback. And at tight end, they're basically dealing with Okawebanam and a rookie. But at the skill positions, at the, just the skill positions, the top, three, the top three pass catchers for the Raiders are really unbelievable. I don't know how... You're going to find a way to cover Renfro, Waller, and Adams. I just don't. And then at the running back position, I love me some Josh Jacobs. I just do. But their offensive line isn't very good. And their pass rushers are great, but their secondary isn't good, and their offensive line isn't very good. I thought I was going to be shamed into saying why why I wasn't taking the Broncos for that. I don't know if I'd take the Broncos. Listen, Russell Wilson's holding another camp down in San Diego. With a lot of his guys, mm-hmm. now that they know the playbook, now they are working on, in theory, installed plays. I like the attitude the Broncos have. I think they could be a sleeper team because I think Russell Wilson will bring the best out of the wide receivers they have. But I also think the biggest compliment you can pay to the AFC West is, I don't think any team winning the division would shock me. Any I, one of the four. I agree. The only thing that would shock me is the Chiefs finishing in last place. That would be, that'd be the only thing that shocks me, and that's if Mahomes stays healthy all year. Mm-hmm. The Andy Reid-Mahomes combo 
is as good as any quarterback head coach pairing in NFL history. As good as. Bill as, Walsh? As good as. Walsh and Montana will be at the top of the list. Yes. Okay? Belichick is not an offensive coordinator. Okay? He was the head coach, yes. but not the offense. That's what I mean by pairings, where they mm-hmm. complement each other. So you have Stafford and McVay. They are a pairing, offensive mind and a quarterback. So yes, Montana and Walsh. Walsh was an innovator. Reeves and right? L.A. No. You you can and you know what you can make the case for Shanahan and Elway, but Elway was not in his prime really when Shanahan no. got there. No, but there have been some great pairings. But Reed, brilliant offensive mind, and he has Mahomes, and Mahomes is young, and that's going to be around for a long time. Reed's not retiring as long as Mahomes can play. There's no reason to. Why would he walk away? But are there many better than that? I'm not sure. Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, well, considering Aaron Rodgers despised Mike McCarthy. Know, I'm right. But who who would that be? Let's go back in history. Who'd actually be better? No, Walsh, I get that. I'm with you on that. Don Coryell and Dan Fouts. Yep. You could make a case on that, but Andy Reid is a better offensive mind than Don Coryell. Oh no, I I won't go along. Play with caller, that. all that stuff. Eric Eric Coryell, he developed a system. Yes. But that I changed the changed the No lead. question. No question. However, I would take Patrick Mahomes over Dan Fouts all day. I said, okay, I will. No, t- they're very different quarterbacks, too, in different times. No question. I will tell you something I said to Les. To Les. That, and, and I'm sure you've heard this. I, I know exactly what you're going to say. Patrick Mahomes made his debut in Denver. He played the final regular season game, and he had pedestrian numbers mm-hmm. 22 or 35, something like that. Touchdown, two interceptions. We go on the air the next day. Oh, I remember this now. And I said yeah. to and I said to Les, Patrick Mahomes will be better than John Elway. And he looked at me and thought I was nuts. You were nuts. Am I? Do I look nuts now? No. Right now. But just, but just again, because I'm right but, on one thing doesn't mean I'm wrong. I'm not wrong on ten others. But again. This is a, a full. This is an accelerated example, not in the time machine, but in this case, again, it's it's a matter of different quarterbacks in different eras. No, well, you want to hear something interesting? You'll love this because because Fouts was a just a tough son of a bitch. He, here's some here's some funny when Pete. I always bring up Dan Fouts in this conversation. In this conversation, I always bring it up. When people say, well, who's the greatest quarterback of all time? And then I start talking to people about eras. I said, you can't, it's hard to compare because of eras. The, the rules for one thing. Okay. So would you, yes, the rules, chucking, stick them, all of those things. Okay. With that, what do you consider in today's NFL? Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I'm not. Okay. What do you consider a marginal to bad completion percentage for a quarterback in today's game? 67%. Dan Fouts was a career 59% passer. It was a different game. That's my point. And that's my point. His career quarterback rating was 80. That'd be one of the worst in the league, but it's a different game. Elway's quarterback rating was low. His completion percentage was low. And, but Dan Fouts was one of the best quarterbacks 
of his era. It was no called Air Coriel for a reason. And you're going to love that I even know this. When you have John Jefferson and you have Charlie mm-hmm. Joyner and you have Kellen Winslow, you, of course you're going to pass. And then you have a versatile running back like Chuck Muncie who can catch the ball out of the backfield and run. He was essentially Roger Craig before Roger Craig was Roger Craig. It's just Roger Craig became the first one to rush for a thousand and receive passes for a thousand. What were Bart Starr's numbers? I'm not even going to make you look them up and I'm not going to look them up, but I know they weren't weren't very good. Here, what's considered a good touchdown to interception ratio in the NFL these days? At least two to one. Probably three to one. Probably three to one. Closer to two and a half to three to one. Did you know that... uh, Craig Morton was the AFC Offensive Player of the Year, and he I think he averaged 142 yards passing a game. I've criticized Elway for what I'm about to tell you. 300 career touchdown passes and I think 223 interceptions. That's really not that good. But a lot of times he was, John Elway was keeping a play alive. I'm with you. It, and if it meant throwing an interception on third and 18, when it was just the same thing as a punt, it almost didn't right. matter. Okay, now I'll ask you. I'm not trying to put you on the spot because no, even the most diehard sports fan would not know this. Not even Chargers fans would know this. Not even Mason, who's a savant, would know this. And I'm being dead serious about this. Now remember, this guy's a Hall of Famer. Talking about Dan Fouts. How many touchdowns do you think he had throughout his career? Just guess, just for the sport of it. 114. Well, no, not that low. 254. Okay? How many interceptions did he have? 254 touchdowns. How many interceptions did he have? 192. 242. He was barely one to one. Does that make him a bad quarterback? No, he's a Hall of Famer. Yes. That's my point. That's why you can't compare eras. Totally different. This guy is in the Hall of Fame, should be in the Hall of Fame. The point is, it's a different era. So in his heyday, talking about Fouts, when he had a quarterback rating... Of 90, 93, 92, that was pretty much as good as it gets. Yeah, it was. Stat adjusted, adjusted stats for the era today, his his quarterback rating would probably be in the neighborhood of about 95. Mm-hmm. And what Dan Marino did back in that era, same era as a Dan Fouts, looking at his numbers, they were eye-popping. Yes, they were. In, that, that's in, why when in, he came in the league, he was the immediate impact guy on the changing of the game. The quick release, especially. But in today's game, in today's game, when you look at those numbers, young people will say, well, man, how good can Dan Marino possibly be with a completion percentage of 59% and a quarterback rating lifetime of 86.4? 86.4 is not considered good in today's no. NFL. But when you look at his... He had a hundred and eight point nine quarterback rating in his second year. Is it also that that's like a hundred and fifty in today's game? Is it also fair to say that pretty some pretty average quarterbacks have eye popping numbers now, and it's almost to become to the yep. point of being of being Confederate money. But you can see guys, and that's why I said what I said about Mahomes back then. Even though he didn't have eye popping numbers in that his first game. Mm-hmm. You can tell on about four or five plays he was special. He made special throws. He did things that guys just can't do. Just like Drew Locke. Right. 
What do we have coming up? Oh, I'll tell you what we have coming up. This is a very important story. I've been meaning to get to this all day. Major news out of Kentucky Fried Chicken that could change the landscape, not only of fast food, but for kids under the age of 12. That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman Fry. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us, Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at T Fry, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Low T99, testosterone treatment made easy and affordable. For just $129 per month, they'll send you testosterone, supplies, and the price includes lab work. Go to LowT99.com. Major news coming out of the fast food world. Kentucky Fried Chicken has announced it will sell chicken nuggets for the first time. I thought they did sell chicken nuggets. Uh, There's going to be selling chicken nuggets for the first time as the younger audience apparently Want, don't want to eat chicken off the bone. Now, those that younger audience will go to Chick-fil-A. But now Kentucky Fried Chicken is back in, for lack of a better phrase, the chicken business with nuggets. McDonald's, by the way, created the chicken nuggets in 1979, rolled them out nationally in 1983. Two years later, I worked at McDonald's when the McDLT, the hot side, hot, the cool side, cool, was all the rage. Really? Yep. But with that. Is there a picture of you somewhere in a McDonald's hat? Uh, I could do one better. You ready for this? Yeah. I worked at McDonald's when I was 15. I still have my shirt, that polyester McDonald's (laughs) blue shirt. It's at my house, and I wear it every once in a while for Halloween parties. And if you're ready, you ready for this? Yeah. It still kind of fits. All right. And I was 15, and I'm almost 54 now. I mean, it's a little like a schmedium. It looks like I work out, which I do, but it's a little tighter now, but it would still fit. Anyway, what's better? Chicken nuggets? Chicken tenders or chicken fingers, which is the same thing, or wings. I think what they're reacting to is the success of raising Cane's chicken fingers. They do one thing. They do it great. They're great. And it's it's uh, mm. you, you go through the drive through It could get pretty crowded, but you go inside, you can usually get through. Chick, raising Cane's is the best chicken fingers out there. And I think, I think this is KFC's response to it. I don't think they're responding to them. I don't think they're responding. They're responding to Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A is expensive. And Chick-fil-A, as a fast food place, does have high quality stuff. I don't oh, think- and the service. The Chick-fil-A, the service is great, too. What's that? It's exceptional service at Chick-fil-A for a fast food place. So Raisin Cane's has 340 restaurants in 23 states. Let's look up Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it doesn't. Some, just, 
You, can they be the underdog, though? I mean, Sure they, they can. The fact that they have fewer oh, outlets. Oh, my. Chick-fil-A is in almost every state, 2,600 restaurants. Chick-fil-A is the chicken capital of fast food. But it's not as good as Raising Cane's. And, the, and they're not open on, on Sundays. The chicken fingers. And they're not open on Sundays. But if you had to, cho- if you had to choose, what do, you, what do you want? Chicken fingers. You from want Cane's. fingers. Yes. From Cane's. And I do like chicken wings, too. And you always belittle me for my buffalo choices of the Anchor Bar and Gabriel's Gate. And you like Anchor Bar better? No, I like Gabriel's Gate better. That's hands down the best, right between Elmwood and Delaware. I used to live right down the okay. street from there. They're those, you know who had the best chicken wings in Buffalo? Easily. And I love Gabriel's Gate, but it closed. It was Jim Kelly's place. Gabriel's Gate closed? No. Gabriel, no, Jim Kelly's place closed. Oh. That was way back in the day when I was there. But it's as if those wings were injected with collagen. <laughs> they were like drumsticks. They were so good. But Gabriel's Gate is easily, in my opinion, the best in Buffalo. I lived there for two years. Anchor Bar is where wings, in theory, were invented. Fresh mammals. But they're just, but this is what, here, if you're going to eat. I love this. I love, you, I love getting him going about If this. you're going to eat, no, you're not getting me going. If you're going to eat wings, do you want the wing or do you want the drumstick? Drum, the drumstick. Exactly. I understand you're wasting. Who wants to eat? It's way too much it's work. Like, it's like the. Uh, it's like a crawfish boil. It's a lot of work for a little meat. It's like the muffin episode on Seinfeld. Oh, wait a minute. You know, watch Seinfeld. I do watch Seinfeld. You don't remember the muffin episode? Yeah, muffin top. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You think it's the amateur hour? I don't watch that show. By the way, why do they serve blue cheese and celery with wings? Why, is, why do they do that? Do you know I, why? Because I use ranch. Well, why do they serve ranch and celery and carrots? I don't know. I don't know. Does anybody know the answer to that? If somebody has the answer, call 303-831-1340. I'll tell you what I don't understand. The guy who says he eats a lot of hot food and wants the ghost pepper wings, and you watch this guy flop sweat, and he can't eat another one, yet he just keeps piling them down. What are you trying to prove? I don't Everybody know. knows that guy. Do you know that guy, Alex? I think so. Everybody yeah. knows that guy. Who's a, give me the hottest wings you got. To prove a point, I guess. To prove a point. What are you proving? I don't know. You got good mental fortitude. to uh, with it. Wings, tenders, or... Uh, wings, tenders, or nuggets? Tenders. And if you had to get tenders, where do you get them from? Are you a Canes guy? I like Canes. You I do, do like, like Canes. Canes a lot. Okay. I was stoked when they moved here. Yeah. I, I, I've never been to Canes. I don't know if I need to go to Canes. Gabe Landeskog was there a couple weeks ago. I know. He was serving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Canes is the place, huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, Nolan and I were talking about this with Alex. I, I'm trying to find the hot chicken place in Nashville that I went to about three times. Was it like? During the avalanche playoffs. I can't remember. Do the you eat hot food? It. Rowdy's place or something like that. Were they just crazy, huh? Oh, yeah. All right, real quick. Let, let's do a quick uh, roundtable. We'll make it quick. Best burger in town from a fast food place. You start. Uh, I will go with Smash Burger. Ooh. Okay. In and out. Okay. And I will go with Good Times, the bacon, not the bacon, the the uh, Swiss mushroom melt. Best fries. Uh, you, you're going to hate me for this, but McDonald's. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't eat fries. I like uh, sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries. Okay. Uh, I will go with Wendy's. Have the best fries in town. Um, 
Is there anything? We've already gone through the chicken stuff. Milkshakes. Milkshakes. What's the best? McDonald's. McDonald's. Good times for a shake. I'll tell you why I'm going to go with McDonald's. I'll tell you why I'm definitely not going with Wendy's. They call it the Frosty. If you can't drink it with a straw right away, there's no point. I don't need to be eating a milkshake with a spoon. I don't. Just give me a shake with a straw and I'm good. Can you do that at the other place? Where, where do you say you like it? Uh, I like good time shakes. Do they have are the good time shakes you can drink it with a straw you don't need a spoon? You can. Yep. Okay. Then maybe I'll but I'll give you Nolan's favorite. It's um it's Freddy's. Freddy's for burgers and fries. Is that right, Nolan? Uh, Freddy's for burgers, uh, five guys for the fries, mainly because of the volume they'll give, they'll give you. You can feed a small army with a medium. And for shakes, I hate to say this, but actually McDonald's. Okay. For and you don't reason, like McDonald's. The Shamrock Shake uh, okay. is iconic. One more thing. Yes or no on waffle fries? Yes. No. I jumped in. Yes. Absolutely Chick-fil-A's. not. Chick-fil-A's. No. Ugh. Waffle fries? No, thank you. What do we have coming up on Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it? A prominent college football player has decided to change his nickname and personal branding. We'll tell you his reasoning for doing so, along with a quick look at last night's MLB draft. That's coming up next on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry on Mile High Sports. That was the best thing. When I'm furthest from myself Feeling closer to the stars I've been invaded by the dark Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry Presented by Silter Har Mazda A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield At Silter Har Mazda Find them at sthmazda.com Live from the Sasquatch Casino And Wildcard Casino Sports Desk Here's Eric and Terry Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At T. Fry. At Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. I put out the question, why are celery and carrots served with wings, whether it's blue cheese or ranch? I just got a text from a good friend, my buddy Chad, who owns Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar. So if somebody knows about this, it is certainly Chad. He said, celery and carrots act like a cooling agent due to their water content. Rumor is blue cheese was served because that's all they had at the time when they were first cooked. Chad, thank you for your answer. And next time uh, I come down to see you, uh, I look forward to uh, you serving me all I can eat wings with celery and blue cheese. Is ranch and, and I'll let you beat me a pool and golf. Is ranch acceptable? Well, if that's what you like, sure. I'm sure you could do Thousand Island dressing if you want to. You were going to ask, too, is pizza better with wings? Um, yes. Although pizza's great all by itself. You yeah. don't need the wings, but it's good. I always want one or the other, I think. Yeah. You know, okay, real quick. Uh, style of pizza, quick. New York. Uh, thin crust. I will go. I can't believe I'm saying this. Detroit-style pizza, and I'm from Chicago, and I love Chicago-style pizza. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. (laughs) 
Just In Case You Missed It, is presented by Argonaut Wine & Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Just in case you missed it, Florida Gators quarterback Anthony Richardson, who's projected to be a first-round pick next year, said he will no longer use the nickname AR-15 as part of his personal brand because he doesn't want to be associated with a semi-automatic rifle by the same name, which has been used in mass shootings. He said he will simply use AR going forward. So thoughts on Richardson uh, distancing himself from the AR-15 nickname and branding? Good for him, although it was probably an excessive reach to, to connect it to him. But good for him. He wore number 15, right? He did. Yeah, I don't think it's a stretch. And I think, to your point, I'm glad he did this. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they called him AR-15, because he wore number 15. I know that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're also in a state. Well, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Let's move on. Uh, God, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> way to control yourself. He knows exactly what I'm... I'll tell you what I was going to say. Yeah. By the way, by the way, in the NFL, I don't think they run the pistol anymore either, but that's a whole other comment. But they do do shotgun. Go ahead. On uh, yesterday's MLB draft, the Rockies took right-handed pitcher, a uh, college guy from Gonzaga, Gabriel Hughes, with their first selection at number 10 overall. Uh, some other picks of note include Jackson Holiday, who you guys mentioned, and uh, Andrew Jones' son, Drew Jones, going yep. number two to the Diamondbacks. Do any of the Rockies' selections or any other picks from the first day of the draft move the needle for you? Oh, any guy any guy who can move the uh, needle to, to three digits as a pitcher, is, I'm all for it. Just as long as this kid is a better baseball player than Adam Morrison was as an NBA player out of Gonzaga, I will be happy. Gonzaga has a pretty good baseball program and has for a long time. But but what I'm saying is Adam Morrison was a terrific college player. Hopefully he is better than Adam Morrison as an NBA player. Minnesota Vikings star wide receiver Justin Jefferson has touted Devontae Adams as NFL's best wide receiver, but says it is going to be me after this 2022 season. Uh, who, in your estimation, will be the top wideout in the NFL after this year is complete? Are you talking about yards, touchdowns? Um, I guess just best overall. Well, I'll say this about Devontae Adams. Unlike in Green Bay, when Aaron Rodgers only wanted to throw to him, and Aaron Rodgers was criticized heavily for only really targeting Devontae Adams. I don't think Devontae Adams' numbers will be the same because they have Waller and Renfro. Carr has options. I'll go with Cooper Cup. They, they have found ways to take advantage of him out in Los Angeles, and I don't see him regressing at all. And let's see if OBJ plays or if he plays with the Rams. So if you're the number one option, you're probably going to put up the best numbers. Justin Jefferson is the best uh, wide receiver on the Vikings and is a quarterback who puts up huge numbers. They just don't win. <laughs> so you can put up all the numbers you want to, JJ. Your team doesn't win. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. Always have great specials right now. All French wines, 15% off. If they're 750 milliliter bottles, Argonaut delivers. And they deliver all over the Denver metro area. And if your delivery is over 100 bucks, it is free. If you work in the city but live outside this, uh, live in the suburbs, my suggestion is stop by Argonaut on the way home. See why it is so fantastic. Always great specials, people to really help you out. It's going to be better than the liquor store probably that you go to normally in the suburbs. But if you live in the city, like I used to, and I used to go to Argonaut all the time because it was close to me, I know how great it is. Westward calls it the best liquor store in Denver. 
five years running. Go see why. Find them off of Colfax or go to ArganOutLiquor.com. That's going to do it for us. Man, I loved being back in the studio today. It was, was fun. I was so tired of doing the shows at home. Terry, I really, really missed you. <laughs> kind of. Well, thanks, Eric. Nolan, great job today as always. Same with you, Alex. Great job, Terry. Thanks. Make it the best possible night you can. Never been on the TV. Sketch me up for your seat.